How's it going, everybody? This is once again me, Chewy, one of the hosts of the podcast titled Exploring the Midsphere Legends. And I am once again joined by my girlfriend, Monica. Hi, guys. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to keep this one short for tonight because uh, we have a situation in our hands here, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just leave it at that for now. But um, it's going to be the first of the Halloween special episodes that we have planned for you guys. We have uh, collaborations coming up special guests so we're going to be incorporating those in our episodes actually monica um this past friday today is sunday but on friday i was uh part of a podcast round table type of thing with mm-hmm. uh some other podcasters and, and other guys and so we're going to feature some of that audio i recorded the entire thing but i'm not going to use the whole thing because that was like almost two hours of material mm-hmm. but we shall start the podcast with that and then we'll move in into what we have planned for our listeners tonight, which is just some personal horror stories that we heard from people that we know or that happened to us personally. And so before we do that, though, let's go ahead and remind our listeners of our social media accounts. So we have our Facebook under Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends, and we have our Instagram under Myths Behind LGDS. Our Twitter is Myths Behind, Myths Behind LGDS, and you can also email us at legends at gmail.com awesome and we have our link tree which has all our links including but not limited to our tiktok youtube spotify anchor etc so that is under linktree.com slash myths behind lgds and once again you can find all, our, all of our links there so if you want to buy a shirt if you want to listen to us on spotify or anchor whatever it is you can find it on there and our infamous URL website, which is under myths-behind-legends.mailchimpsites.com. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So, um, yeah, like I said, I was able to take part in that little podcast type of... It wasn't really a meeting. I mean, they actually asked us to to be a part of that. So I was able to join them, and it was fun. It was a fun discussion, and you'll be able to listen to them. It was uh, the No on 15 podcast, so No on 15. That is the name of their podcast, and they invited some other people to join them also, and we played some games. We had some trivia. We had, I mean, it was a pretty fun night. Um, there's some uh, weird material on there, <laughs> so <laughs> listeners, beware. And yeah, so we'll be playing a small clip of that material. Actually, what I'm going to use for our episode, Monica, is what ha- we recorded after we were done recording their episode. Uh-huh. Because we stopped talking, right? And then, okay, and then somebody started saying something and it went on for like another 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to use some of that discussion because I feel like, uh, from what I heard, he was considering this uh, bonus material. Okay. So I'm a, I don't know if he's going to use this for his episode or not. I haven't talked to him, but I, I, I was like, well, since I don't want to, you know, reveal anything from for his fans on his podcast, you know, let them listen to that material. Then I figured, well, I guess I can use a special material or the, or the bonus discussion for our purposes. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be playing for you guys after these messages and hope you enjoy it.
an apparition is something that you can see and maybe it just like walks past you every like 15th of December or whatever. But then there's a second level to the apparition where you could actually like talk to it and then it talks back to you. So there's different levels of ghosts and hauntings and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But that's getting all more scientific. But there are books written on it. And that's when I, they're I, trying to get in your body. Well, no, that's that's a, a spirit because an apparition usually doesn't possess people. An apparition you just see and it tries, it, mm. it, it may or may not try to communicate with you depending on what level of apparition it is. But an entity or a spirit no, I get you. may or, or may not yeah. be able to. Like it, it may be saying, but it's not technically trying to communicate with you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just be seeing history unfold. Right. It's just like a recording mm. Mm-hmm. And it, it starts playing with or without you. Yep. Listen, I, I I think that there are things we can't explain, but I think sometimes the mind, the mind plays tricks on us. We see things we want to see, we hear things we want to hear, or we get lazy. Our mind kind of shuts off for a minute, then we hear something we thought we heard. Like I I've heard things. I'm like, wait, did I just hear that? And you don't know if you heard it or not. But I don't think it's like, oh, there's a ghost. It must be a ghost. The guy's thinking, like, well, I'm mishearing something. Like I. I heard a thud and I didn't. There was no thud. I just my brain was tired or not paying attention. So I think How there's. How do you know it wasn't there? Well, I don't. But I'm saying that mm-hmm. I think that there's more. It'd be, it'd be, it's more logical to me to think that I misheard something or I'm mis. I'm misinterpreting what I'm seeing. It's or called. I'm hearing yeah, it's than, comfort. Then what? Um, his, himself. In his sure. Mind. May, maybe. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. Maybe your it's mind, my way your of mind makes everything real or fake. It's just that's what it does. Right. <laughs> yeah. So like. Theoretically speaking, yeah, you can, if you decide to go down that thought process, then that's, you know, I'm not a psychology major, Chewy. I'm, I'm just a <laughs> couch psycho- psychologist here. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, everyone, yeah, everyone thinks about stuff differently, man, and that's understandable. And, and, and it, I'd never really make it my point to make anyone believe in anything, really. But at the same time, like he says, uh, yeah, I've already said that I do feel like sometimes there's things that maybe we can't explain and like i said i don't jump into the supernatural stuff right away like i try to find some sort of reasonable explanation first and then if i can exhaust all those possibilities then okay then what can what could have made that noise what could have that sound been whatever because what happened or what would happen like i mentioned earlier in in the episode that i would kind of feel things or or kind of whatever i don't know if it's ever happened Mm -hmm. to any of you guys where you kind of hear someone calling your name and you think it's your mom or your brother or one someone in your family and so they're sitting in the couch whatever and you go hey what's up what do you want i didn't call your name mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like uh i just heard you like i was in my room and i heard you and what they're like no what are you talking about that happens that happens all <laughs> the time to my sister That's who, creepy, lives dude. <laughs> in, in, who, li- who lives in the apartment right below me yeah but isn't wow. that okay but listen though but isn't that can't you attribute that to like and maybe you guys have experienced i know i have for sure where you could swear your phone is vibrating in your pocket and you put your hand on your pocket and, and it's not vibrating. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's it's because like your breath it's almost like your brain's anticipating it or you like your brain miss like it misfires mm-hmm. and like you're just it's a common occurrence. Yeah. And so you think you're feeling it or hearing it or seeing it or whatever, because your brain's used to hearing it or feeling it or seeing it or whatever. And then when it, it just misfires, like misremembers or mishears or something. That's that's how I attribute those things. Yeah, I would think I would think about that the same way as you are. Like I, I would say uh, maybe it's because something that happens every day, and I'm kind of just and, and it happens because they want 
water or, you know or they want me to clean up or whatever so i would f think of that possibility first like maybe just my it's like, like a habit that you build like it's something that happens so often that you kind of it's, it's like a reaction kind of like a reflex so to mm -hmm. speak but i mean i don't know man well okay my sister lives in the apartment below me and okay. it's my brother-in-law my sister and my niece now my niece and my sister work from home and they've experienced where my niece hears my sister calling her and my sister hears my niece calling her and that doesn't happen like every once in the in the blue moon they've told me it's happened more frequently in, in the last couple of years like at the same time no not at the same time oh. separate times but they hear each other's voices like yeah. my niece hears my my sister mm -hmm. calling her or my sister is like in the kitchen and then she hears my niece calling her and she's like what do you want she's like i didn't call you so here so, so here's my question i guess here's, here's where i where my mind comes on this stuff like i said before about the, the energy so like w w why if that's let's assume that ghosts are real let's assume that these things exist why would they do some of the things that they do so like that right there pretending to be like pretending to call a name what what's the what's their intent did the ghost exists to scare us or are they trying to get you to, to leave the room or are they trying to get you to go somewhere maybe they're just trying to communicate with you man it's just like beetlejuice bro <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, don't bring Tim Burton into this. <laughs> I had to. I had to. You're oh, on the come show. On, come Chewing, on, if you Steve. didn't know, Raul hates Tim really? Burton. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Every, everything that he does. <laughs> Especially Batman 1989. But. No, he, he's only yeah. done one good thing. Only one. What's that? Big Fish. Oh, oh. good. Mm, okay. I like Nightmare Before Christmas. No. And uh, Batman. And no. And uh, Beetlejuice. And Planet uh, of the Apes. Oh, no, no, that's and another one. We're gonna... on the chocolate factory. Uh, no, we're gonna rip apart all... Planet of the Apes one of these days. Um, Come on now, everything's <laughs> crap. The, I mean, the ghosts and Beetlejuice is like they're trying to get the people out of their house that are moving in there. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's that what it tends is. to like, be like they want justification like for their death, or they want to warn you of danger. Like there's a malevolent entity nearby that's gonna come and get inside your body. Mm -hmm. That or seems it could to be, be like like the the others, where it's from the perspective of the ghosts. Mm -hmm. That yeah. was pretty bad. Yeah, that was pretty badass. Yeah. Explain that. What were we gonna say, Chewie? Sorry. Uh, no, I was gonna say that. Um, crap, I forgot. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, it had to do with with the voices thing. It just kind of depends on uh, or like um, special case question here. I, it just depends on on what you read, man, because. And that's another thing that makes it difficult to, for someone to believe in this if they don't, because everyone's got a different explanation. It's not like everyone's mm -hmm. at a consensus. Oh, it's this because again, I don't think we have the means to explain that or to even investigate that properly yet. So maybe at some point in our history we would be able to, but I don't think we're there yet, and I don't think we're gonna get there, uh, at least not in, in my lifetime for sure. I mean, I don't think, but uh, yeah, I mean that it just depends on what you read man one guy will tell you oh it's because of this or this is their intention and then somebody else oh, no that's wrong it's because of this so it's you know it's, it's all over the place so and that's what also makes it easy for people to deceive other people that 
do believe in stuff like that. Right. Oh, yeah, you got a ghost in your house, and they got to charge you this much money to clean your house, and this and that. That doesn't like really help. That doesn't really help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's yeah it's 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 kind of difficult, man. But I guess I don't know if it yeah. has to do with growing up in a Hispanic household, but you're always surrounded by this dude. It's like in one way or another. It seems like people like my family has always been surrounded by stuff like this, and a bunch of people that I know that are also from Mexico or that live here. It's also the same thing for them. I know, yeah, like my my grandma can do this, or my distant cousin can read the cards, or this. It's always something like that, dude. So I don't know, man. Maybe it may just be a cultural thing for us, or for me at least. No, it yeah. definitely is cultural. It is. It is part of our culture. Yeah. It's just a uh, part of what we're told or the story like raul said the stories you're told by your grandmother or the, the things you learn uh, from your cousins um the girls I, learn I, to I, give give the boys to watch it <laughs> i'm white uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did you say the watch is like an herb that you put into a food or drink to make the boy fall in love with you is that, what, is that what Bill Cosby used? <laughs> uh, oh, man. Love potion number nine, yo. Yeah. Oh, you guys haven't heard um, about the... Uh, I'm sure you might have heard about this, but it, it's gross and funny if you think about it because it, it's something they call agua de calzón. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, what is this? So basically, it involves, for example, if a lady is trying to get somebody to fall in love with them, like with a toloache, which is a, 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 they make a tea out of this herb, right? And allegedly, it's got the properties to make someone fall in love with you if you use it correctly. It's the same thing with this. A lady takes their, their used undergarments and puts them in boiling water and then makes the guy drink the water like in a Kool-Aid or, or iced tea or something, lemonade, and oh, there you go. And, and then eventually the guy will fall in love with her. That was one of the things that I think uh, recently... And I think there's like Nostradamus has had like a million TV shows already or documentary events or series. And that's one of the things that was happening during his time, which is why I like all his quatrains and his his predictions and stuff were done in secret because that yeah. is kind of really looked down upon uh, by the church and stuff. And yet they all did it. Yeah, it was looked down upon, but all the all the ladies were doing it. <laughs> yep. look, look, <laughs> they were all creating it they were all right it was a culture uh, yeah nice yo man this was a crazy discussion but it was a, it was a good one All right, so we hope you guys enjoyed that little bonus material stuff from that no on 15 podcast episode that i was able to take part in yeah, go ahead and listen to their episodes. That one was fun to be a part of. And yeah, so now, Monica, uh, the, I guess, the our material. <laughs> so we figured, well, it's, it's the start of Halloween season, and, and we had to do something special for you guys out there. We haven't um, done, like, urban legends or ghost stories in a while, so I figured, well, let's go ahead and start the month off with that. Why not? And then as the month goes on, we'll be analyzing some of the classic... OG horror stories or movies rather mm -hmm. um, we'll talk more about that in a little bit but in the meantime I got a couple of stories that I can share with you guys and these are stories that happened to either myself or people that I know okay and the reason why I thought about these is because as that was part of the discussion that, that we had in that other episode 
with their guys because they asked, well, have you guys ever had any supernatural experiences or anything like that? So I told them my story about being cursed by that ex that everybody, if, you, <laughs> if you've heard this podcast long enough, I've told that story several times already, so no need to repeat yeah. it. And if not, you can listen to it on that episode or it's, it's in several of ours, so go back and listen. It's somewhere there. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, I dated somebody, they put a curse on me after I broke up with them, and then I almost died. But I didn't. <laughs> You're still here, alive yes. and kicking. Hopefully I'm, I'm not in some sort of purgatory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I, I was thinking about, well, I... I repeated that story and then I was but I, I thought about other stuff that I hadn't thought about in a long time mm-hmm. stuff that I had pretty much almost forgotten about because it happened when I was a little little kid maybe like seven eight nine years old mm-hmm. so I'm gonna share one of the stories that I from some people some some friends that I had when I was a little kid I grew up in this neighborhood in Reynosa and by the time that I was about 12 years old we moved out but this happened when I was about seven or eight and so there was this little park about a block from my house and i would go there every now and then in the evenings to have fun because i mean there's other kids in the neighborhood and people running around and playing and you know just a family thing you know so i went and i was playing soccer with some friends and this park one of the the sides of the park if you want to call it that i mean it's imagine this rectangular property right Mm. it's basically a, a grassy area with sidewalks and lights so you can walk around and stuff like that. So on one of the sides of the park, there's this wall that is the back part of houses. Okay. Because on the street, you know, adjacent to the park, whatever, there were homes. And Uh all those homes had walls, of course, in in the back, you know, like a back wall. And that wall facing the park is where their property ended and the park started. Mm -hmm. So that was like our goal post so we, we used that so that we that, that was like our, our goal like you know to kick towards there yeah so we're playing soccer and one of us is the goalkeeper and the rest of us kick and if you miss and you, you, you become the goalkeeper you know stuff like that mm-hmm. so we're doing that and then somebody kicks the ball really hard and it goes over the wall into one of the houses right yeah and i don't know if if i don't think you ever lived in mexico did you no but i've, I've been there a couple times my cousins my family used to live over there mm-hmm so it's a different experience from growing up here uh people are or they used to be i don't know if it's the case now given all the danger mm-hmm. and stuff like that but it used to be a lot more friendly like more family oriented like people knew each other families would go to other families homes and barbecue and just talk and mm-hmm. stuff like that i don't know who my neighbors are in my current place of residence I have <laughs> if i see them on the street i was like i never knew you were my neighbor dude like damn uh, that's that's how like everyone is really reclusive everyone's to themselves mm-hmm. i don't know i mean i i've seen one of my neighbors every now and then because he's always kind of like uh watering his plants and stuff like that but i don't really talk to him he's an older gentleman mm-hmm. uh but anyways my point is that even then the people it was kind of like territorial in a way mm-hmm. because i mentioned how that wall had it gave way or it ended the the properties and the park started whatever but that particular street Mm-hmm. where those houses were against the park that was already a different neighborhood so oh, that okay. was so that was like oh that's not my turf anymore that's like the this these guys turf over here, uh, you know? so, <laughs> i mean even though a lot we knew a lot of people from there we didn't know everybody and some of us you know uh we w- were acquaintances rather than friends yeah so i mentioned that because the home that the ball got kicked into over the over the wall 
uh, we're like, hey, you know who lives there? And we're like, I don't know, man. Is, isn't that like Juanito's house or whatever? And like, no. And this guy said, yeah, I know, I know my, like my family knows that family, but I don't think they have any kids. So I guess that's why, that's why none of us knew them, you know, because if, if, if they didn't have kids, then why the hell would we care, you know, like. Right. Because at this point, we're like seven or eight years old. So he's like, well, let me go and see their home because, I, you know, I, like I said, I think my, my dad and my mom know them. So let's see if they can give us the ball back, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so then we're like, okay, so you want us to wait here? Yeah, let's just, you guys can wait here, whatever. But he goes and he has to walk about a block and go around the, the, the block and walk to the house, whatever. It takes a while. I mean, I don't know how long, maybe like 15, 20 minutes. And we're like, does he get lost? I mean, it shouldn't have taken that long. Even though it's a mm -hmm. block away, it would have been like a five-minute walk, maybe 10 at most. But it's already been 15, 20 minutes. And he comes back, and he looks kind of weird. Like, he looks uh, disturbed in a way. Uh -huh. And we ask him, hey, what's up? What happened? Why do you take so long? He's like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, that was weird. And so we're like, did you get the ball? And he's like, well, yeah, here it is. And... We ask him, so what happened? And he's like, I don't know, man. I, I, that's, I've never, I, I knocked on, on the door because you know how in Mexico they have gates, right? Yeah. Which we call rejas, and, and a lot of uh -huh. homes have these. Yeah. And it's basically an iron gate. Mm -hmm. Because in that street, it was kind of like, I don't know how to describe it. Do you know when, when the homes are, are right next to each other, like wall to wall? Yeah. That was kind of what it was. So they didn't have any or, or a lot of space in the, so they had like a little gates and mm -hmm. their car their driveway was on the side of the house you could put the car inside and then so think of their property I, I'm, it's, it's, I'm trying to find a way to describe this because it's, it's really hard without visuals but think of their property as a rectangle mm -hmm. half of that rectangle is their home and it's like a two-story home and then half of it is open space so they can put their cars in if that makes sense okay Next yeah, no, I get it. Uh -huh. Yeah, and then to keep people out of their property, they have, they have gates, you know, like iron gates, you know. Mm -hmm. So he's like, yeah, dude, um, I knocked on the door, and this lady opens the door, and I don't know who she is. I mean, uh, she's like, the kid's like, I don't really know who lives in the house, but he was like, that lady looked weird. Weird and, how? Well, he was, uh, she was kind of older, maybe like in her 60s, maybe like a grandma type of age type of thing. Mm-hmm. And her clothes, they weren't, like, raggedy or anything, but, but they looked kind of dirty. Okay. Like, she hadn't changed in a couple of days or something. Ugh. So, and her hair was a little bit messed up, too. Like, she had just woken up from a nap or something, right? So, he asks, can I get her ball back? Because we just kicked our ball over your wall. And she was like, who are you? And she's like, oh, I'm so-and-so, and my parents know the people that live in this family. And so she looks in for a minute and she says, yeah, okay, well, come in. And he was like, uh, can you just give it to us, please? Because at this point, he's kind of like a little weirded out. Yeah. And he says, she told him, well, if you want, you have to come into the house. Cause, what? Yeah, right? That's creepy. So he's like, okay. And he opens the gate, whatever, and he goes in. He actually went into the house. He says he, he went in. Damn. And the, the lady was walking in front of him. So the back door, whatever. So he walks all the way through the house to the back door. They have like a little back patio, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so he finds the ball. He gets it out. And this whole time, this lady doesn't say a word to him. She's just walking next to him, whatever. And then so he's like, okay, well, thank you. And he just like tries to get out as fast as he can, right? Mm -hmm. And 
so he leaves the house and he's out, sitting out there for a minute and he's like, that, he's like, something's weird about this lady, right? Yeah. And so he finally goes back to the park, whatever. And he's telling us the story. And so we're like, well, maybe that's just like uh, a relative or grandma or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. And she's just house sitting, whatever. And so we keep playing. We forget about it. You know, life goes on. And then the, over the next couple of days, we're, we're back in the park again. And we're playing. And this guy, he looks kind of really scared the next time that I see him. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up, man? And he was like, dude, remember that time that a couple of days ago where we knocked the ball over the wall and, and I, I went to go get it because my family, whatever. And said, yeah, yeah. So what of it? Well, it turns out that nobody was home that night. What? And I was like, what the hell? Like, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, because my parents said that the mom or, or the aunt of one of the people that lives there passed away. <gasps> so they were in the funeral. Right? Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> They're in the funeral, so there was, and, and court, I mean, I, like I said, I, I don't know these people. I never met them. I never mm-hmm. went into their homes. So this is just a story that I heard from this guy, right? And he looks genuinely yeah. disturbed. I mean, he's an eight-year-old kid, but still he looks scared. Yeah. So if he was making it up, he was doing a great job, you know? So he told me, or he told us, you know, the, the entire little group, yeah, um, my dad says that, that uh, somebody in their family passed away, so they weren't home because they were at the funeral and this and that and so there was nobody home that night yeah. and, I, and he yeah so so he's like but dad we were playing and i knocked the ball over and so the dad asked him well what does she look like what does that lady look like and he told her and he was like i think this is a person that passed away <gasps> whoa so that was pretty much the story like and it sounds made up it sounds like freaking like mm-hmm. goosebumps afraid of dark but i mean this actually did happen yeah <laughs> I, I mean him telling us the story happened. I don't know if his account of it is true or not, but mm-hmm. can you imagine like visiting at home, for example, when you're a little kid and like you see this person that you've never met in your life and they look a little bit off, mm-hmm. and you talk to them for a couple minutes and then you leave and you find out they're dead the whole time. No, that's that's scary. <laughs> I mean, again, I don't know if this guy made the story up or not. I mean, he may very well have made it up, but I'm just thinking about it and it's like that would have been incredibly disturbing for me mm-hmm. so I don't know how I would react in that situation uh-huh like I it, would freak out uh-huh I would never go back to that park <laughs> it was pretty fun and then there was another story with, with a something similar to that happened but it was a little bit different because somebody that also used to hang out with us back then uh, they, I mean, not with us because they were a little bit older. They were like an older. Even though there was different kids from different age groups, we would all hang out in that park and we would kind of intermingle every now and then with each other. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm a little bit older. I'm about ten. So this is a couple of years after the first story. And that park is like you know the the gathering point of everybody. So we're there, and there's older kids, you know, twelve, fourteen, fifteen year olds, and every now and then they come in and bother us and like. And let's play soccer guys and beat us and like make fun of us and <laughs> you know the whole thing right like right of passages type of stuff mm-hmm. but every now and then they'd, they'd be cool to us and they would buy us chips and or cokes or whatever here guys you know have some whatever so one of the girls that would, that would hang out in that little crowd she i never really talked to her too much because again she was like about four or five years older than me so i, I you know mm-hmm. But this one time, it was kind of like an impromptu, scary night, scary story thing, because we started talking and, and people started sharing stories that they had 
gone through or heard. Mm-hmm. And this girl used to live literally right across the park. So mm-hmm. her, her home was right in front of the park. And she was like, yeah, guys, uh, something weird happened to me the other night because apparently somebody in her family had been in an accident. Mm-hmm. Not too long before that, maybe about a month or two before that. And they were a younger person, maybe like in their late teens, early 20s. Mm-hmm. And apparently they, they were hit by a car and they passed away. Mm-hmm. She says that it was a cousin of hers or something like that, an uncle or something like that. And she was like, I saw them in the house the other night. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she was like, I was just watching TV, whatever, just hanging out in the house. And then I hear a noise in the kitchen. And so I'm like, and she was like, I thought I was home by myself. Maybe like her brother's with it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So she goes to check and see who's making that noise. And that she saw this relative of hers in the kitchen. but And that he looked in bad shape. Like like the way he, I guess he would have looked when he would been after the accident. Mm-hmm. Right? And that she saw him and that she freaked out. And then she kind of like did a double take, like blinking and like, whoa, whoa and then he was gone. What? So he was just kind of standing in, in the kitchen for a minute until she was so scared. You, you know how you're, you're scared? You kind of do like a double take and you close your eyes and you're like, what, what, what? Like, yeah. And then after she did that, she did that. She says that this person or whatever it was wasn't in, in the kitchen anymore. That's crazy. So, so people, of course, everyone's like, man, you didn't see anything. You're making that up. All, all the other older kids, you know? Uh-huh. And so... Apparently, that same night, they all went to see if they could see him. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, a group of, like, three or four other people, like, went with her. So, I don't know what happened, because by that point, we kept playing around, and it was already, like, 10 o'clock at night, so when they went to the house, and, and like I said, I didn't see these people every day, so I, I just forgot about that until, like, very recently. I was like, wow, man, all these things happened when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. and that I had just forgotten about, and why do you think every neighborhood has stories like that or like there's always like abandoned houses i mean there, there was an abandoned house where people say that they would see see stuff also i mean i never went in there because i was scared but back then yeah i don't know i mean i think i don't know if they're if if it's like actual real stories but um i think we like the idea of like getting scared like we might just see something like that kind of looks creepy and then we kind of add more embellish it or something mm-hmm. um i i don't know i guess people like the idea of being scared but like i, I mean I, I grew up with people saying the same thing too about like random houses in my neighborhood that you know they were haunted or whatever or like buildings that were nearby um i never went in them but <laughs> <laughs> uh like I, I i don't know it's it's weird so the last story that i want to share with you guys from that neighborhood this was maybe around the same time time period. I was about ten already, eleven maybe. Uh-huh. And somebody says that uh, you know, of course, when it was time to hang out in that park, we'd go look for our friends and, and knock in their doors and their 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 gates. Hey, you know, let's hang out. Come on, man, let's go play some soccer. Or let's go run around for a minute. Uh-huh. Or whatever. So we would start gathering the group. And somebody says that they went to the home of this guy. That we, I mean. I didn't know him too well, but again, we're all kind of intermingling there with friends and acquaintances, and we play our soccer for a bit or whatever, and then we just kind of go our own separate ways. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But this one guy that I, I was kind of friends with, he said he went to go find somebody that he was friends with, but I, I didn't uh, know too well. Mm-hmm. And that uh, he knocked on the gate and he saw a dog. Okay. And the, because they had like a little space in front of the house for their car, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then the house, and then so he was knocking on the gate, whatever, and the car wasn't in the driveway, but this dog was, and it was like he said it was like a, a black dog that kind of looked like a Rottweiler or a Doberman or something like that, mm-hmm. kind of scary big dog, you know, and that it was just kind of like looking at him, like making those like threatening noises that dogs make when they're yeah. about to like, like you know like marking the territory, like growling, or yeah, yeah, and uh, he was like well, I don't remember this guy have, having a dog before, so maybe they just got it or something, right? Yeah. So he knocks on the gate a couple more times and there's no no answer. So okay, so he just goes and I guess we'll just get him later. Uh-huh. So then, <laughs> a couple nights later, whatever the night the day after, we see him, right? We see the guy that he had gone go get whatever, and we ask him, hey, like, so what's up with your dog? Because we walked by your house and there was no dog anymore. And this mm-hmm. guy says that he saw a dog in your house. I'm like, well, we don't have a dog. What are you talking about? Whoa. And so then the guy asked him, like, dude, I, I went to go knock on your door a couple of days ago, and there was this big black dog in your, in your driveway. Uh-huh. And he was just, like, just walking around there, and, like, he owned the place. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me, and he growled at me. He, I mean, he barked a couple of times, but that was it, and he, I, just, I just left, and I thought maybe you guys had gotten a, a new dog. He's like, yeah. no, nah, man, like, my mom doesn't like dogs. She'd never let us get a dog. Whoa. <laughs> So the explanation for that would be like, well, maybe a dog wandered into the. the I mean, but yeah. how how would it do that if the gate is closed? I mean, and, and it's tall. I mean, the the gate is maybe about eight, ten feet tall. Okay. So, so, I mean, it's possible that when they left, maybe the dogs, but but they would have seen some somebody that was leaving their their property would see a dog sneaking out, like, yeah, walking after they they pull their car out out of the driveway. Uh-huh. They would have been able to see a dog getting in there and walking around. They would have been able to chase it out or something. Yeah. So the other thing that could have happened is maybe a dog jumped at the fence. But I mean, how would it jump eight feet in the air? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty high. Mm-hmm. I mean, so and again, these are stories that I heard secondhand. I had never really experienced anything like that myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but what would you do, my friend, if you encountered a phantom dog or cat or something? Well, as long as it doesn't come at me, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I would. I mean, I, I'm not a dog person. I don't hate dogs, mm-hmm. but dogs would not be my top pet for me to get. Like whenever, if, if I want to go find a pet, I'll get a cat. Number one. Yeah. Uh huh. And cat all the way down to number one to ten, probably. Uh-huh. Maybe a goldfish because they don't require a lot of maintenance. But. <laughs> but. It's like you say. I mean, I think all these pe- all these things happen because I guess in a way. A lot of people like the idea of having something to be scared of, as weird as that sounds. Yeah, and have like an experience to share, kind of, I guess. Mm-hmm. I've said that I, I believe in stuff like this, supernatural stuff, um, but I don't jump to that conclusion right away. Mm-hmm. So, for example, in that dog story, I was trying to find a way, well, maybe the dog jumped the fence or he walked in after the people left. I mean, as implausible as those may sound they're still more likely than it's a a ghost dog right yeah so um i've never seen anything i've I've never seen a ghost maybe once if anything but i can't even confirm that what i saw was a ghost Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. But the story that happened that I'm going to tell is didn't happen to me. It happened to my brother. Mm-hmm. My brother has always said he's seen stuff. He's been able to see shapes and people and, and stuff like that. And it freaks him out. In that same house that, that we lived in when I was a kid that I would hang out in that park with those people. Mm-hmm. He always said he would see things and stuff would be moved from different places, whatever. So if he left his backpack in one spot, it'd be in a different spot or in a different room altogether. Mm-hmm. According to him, right? And he got older and this happened maybe about 14 years ago. Uh, he was still dating his now wife, the person that mm-hmm. the girl that would become, become his wife. So they were kind of like sharing a living space but it, I mean they would spend some time in her house with her family and a couple of nights or weeks whatever and then they would come to my parents house and they would sleep because they had a room my, and this happened in a second home after we moved on from that moved out of that first neighborhood mm-hmm. we moved to this other house and then uh, my parents built a second story to that house so there's a room upstairs and it's it's uh, that is where my brother would go sleep when, when he would spend time there with his girl, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. While they try to figure things out and, and see if they're going to get together or not, which, I mean, of course, they end up getting married. But the mm-hmm. point is that they would be up there and, and watching movies and whatever people do, adults, app. <laughs> <laughs> so, my bro, and, and for some reason, this always happened when nobody else was home but them, them two. Mm-hmm. Because I never saw anything in the house. But my brother would say that they would go, they would get there and... and you know, get their food, their snacks, whatever, and start watching movies. And the upstairs bedroom was pretty big, and the bathroom was almost on the way, uh, on the... As you walked into the room, mm-hmm. the bathroom was right to your left. So it was the first thing okay. you would see when, when you walked into the room. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the, be- the, the bedroom was there, and, and the closet and everything. So my brother would say that he would hear a lot of noises in the, in the bathroom behind them, because... The bathroom was built, and, and the bed was set in a way that the, the bed was facing the bathroom or the back of the bed. Mm-hmm. That they'd be watching movies there, and that, or whatever they're doing, and that they would hear noises in the bathroom, like somebody walking around in there or, or moving stuff around. It's weird, right? So the first couple of times it happened, he's like, ah, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just whatever, the house is settling, whatever, you know, something, mm-hmm. again, trying to find a logical explanation. But that one time, or, or, you know, the first time that it happened, he got so scared that they left yeah. the house, and they, they went to the, the girl's mom's place, because he mm-hmm. says, dude, like, I got, like, curious slash upset this was happening, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, is somebody, is somebody in the house? Did somebody break in? Right? Yeah. So he goes to check and he sees. Picture this, like, uh, so you, you get up from your bed and you turn around to walk towards the bathroom, which is on the way out the door. Mm-hmm. And that uh, he sees a woman. Okay. With his old timey dress, and she looks. And my brother says that she looked really pretty. She was a really beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. With like, uh, brown hair, and. If I remember correctly, green or blue eyes, and her dress was green, mm-hmm. and her hair was done in a way kind of like in the thirties or twenties, kind of like old timey. Yeah. And that uh, he saw it happening in slow motion, because as he's walking toward the bathroom to fi- 
see if an intruder's in the home that had broken in or whatever, mm-hmm. that he sees this kind of, like, the, the upper part of her body, her head and her face and everything, and, like, her shoulders kind of, like, doing this whole thing from the door, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, I'm getting shivered just thinking about it. It's like, creepy. That he saw it, I mean, like, she was kind of like that, and that he saw her, and he saw it because by this point, he's maybe about five or six feet away from her. Mm-hmm. So he's like, dude, I saw her clear as day, and he to this day he swears he saw that lady. Yeah. Dude, I saw this lady, and she was looking at me, and she smiled like she was happy to see me, like she was mm-hmm. like she was waiting for me, right? Oh, that's weird. And so I froze in place, and then my girlfriend's like, dude, like, well, so who is it? And he's like, we need to leave now. Damn. So that so that when he turned around to see like his girlfriend, we gotta go now. And then when he turned around, the girl was gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-mm. And he's like, dude, like, I, it took all, he's like, somebody's there. And she's like, so who is it? Like, his girlfriend, who is it? Who, who, like, it, it's a woman, she's there. But we need to leave now because she's not a woman. <laughs> oh, whoa. According to my brother, I mean, he's like, and he's, she's like, his girlfriend's freaking out at this point. Like, Why do you mean she's not a woman? I, I don't know, but that's not a woman. We need to leave now. Right? Damn. And then she got super scared. And then she's like, well, we need to see who's in there. And she's like, no, hell no. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, we need to see who's in there. And my brother's like, I don't want to see who's in there. Let's just leave. Let's get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, and uh, not because she was courageous, because she was super scared too. But she's like, no, like, uh, are you? She thought that he was playing a prank on her, right? Yeah. So she wanted to find out that he wasn't being, you know, mm-hmm. uh, playing a prank, or whatever. And she's like, no, no, like, we're not gonna leave until you open that door. So I know that you're not playing a prank on me. Why would I play a prank like that on you? Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. So then both of them together are like huddled up, like, you know, kind of like, a... <laughs> mm-hmm. we're going to open the door together type of thing, right? Oh, hell no. So that, oh, because at this point, at this point the door is closed again for some reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, my brother said he saw the door open and this lady like, yeah, kind of like her face sticking out of the, the doorway mm-hmm. and uh, the door had closed again. So they opened the door, dude. And that she's standing in, inside the restroom. Oh, f- that. That you see her. And that she is basically, I guess, uh, a couple of feet away from the door. Mm-hmm. But even my my brother's now wife says that he she saw her too. Damn. And that she was looking at him and that she had her hands like... like that old-timey, like, proper pose, I guess, that where, like, her hands are, like, in her in her... What would be her lap if she was sitting down, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Kind of, like, in front of her, like, um... Yeah. And that uh, she looked beautiful, that she looked like a beautiful woman, like, just really pretty and really nicely dressed, and her hair was done really nice and everything. And that uh, she smiled at my brother again. Kind of like, hey, there you are. Kind of like, I've been waiting for you type of thing. Mm-hmm. And at that point, they just bolted out the door, and they just ran out, dude, and they just left. Damn. And... The story doesn't really end there because my brother said that they saw her a couple more times you know so uh throughout their whole dating years mm-hmm. uh he ended up marrying that girl my brother not the ghost of course <laughs> but <laughs> the girl he was dating and maybe like within like a year of, of that whole thing so then by that time they found a new place to live in so they weren't staying in the house anymore and then we saw the house where my parents were mm-hmm. the house so i haven't been in that house in probably close to 10 years so the story ends with my brother uh, since he always claims to have seen kind of things like these, that he would go or he, that he went to this 
curandera lady and that he told her about the person he was seeing in the house every now and then and that she told him oh it's it's a spirit of woman that's in love with you what and my brother's like what what like and the, she's like yeah like uh somehow you walked by a place where she would wander about and she saw you and she decided that she loves you so now she's like trying to follow you around Oh, and, that's creepy. And she's like, but she only appears in your in your family's house, right? And my brother's like, yeah, I've never seen her in my girlfriend's family house when we stay there. And she's like, well, it's because people in your family have, you know, I've always heard that people in my family for some reason have, or that we could have some sort of natural talent mm -hmm. to see stuff like that. And I've been told that before. I've never really looked into it too much because that's kind of weird mm -hmm. uh, but yeah like basically that we are magnets for that kind of stuff that we that we're able to see it and feel it because that's somehow that something we can do it and and, our, and that's because of my mom's family okay that people in my mom's family cool. have this kind of gift that and then my mom would say that when she was growing up in the in the little village that she's from mm -hmm. that this lady would always try to get my grandma her mom my mom's mother to learn how to do all these curandera stuff because the, the lady told my grandma you're gonna be able to do this if, if you can learn how to do it like and people in your family will have this talent and stuff like that they'll be able to see and feel stuff and it's only um a matter of you guys working on it developing and studying it whatever so you can become good at it and like no so far none of us have wanted to do that kind of stuff because imagine <laughs> dude, like no and i just think it's weird that the People would say that to different people in my family that I, I've been told that same thing. My brother, my grandma. Uh, so I don't know, dude. And it's not everybody. It's only certain people in our family. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I, I just I don't know if it's something that people say to people randomly to kind of get them to fall for it or because I've always seen and felt stuff. I've or not seen, but I've always heard and felt stuff. Yeah. Since I was a little kid, so I don't know, dude. It's 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 weird and. I conclude that I do not want to explore those so-called talents <laughs> because that would not be good for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be scared all the time. Yeah, so... You got any comments, my friend, on these stories? Mm, no, they're very creepy. Like, I would hate to have a ghost stalker. Like, <laughs> I don't care how pretty the person is. Like, that's still pretty creepy. Oh yeah, uh, before, I, before we forget, I, I need to mention that, you know, I guess the lady told him how to get rid of her and he did whatever he had to do and then after that, uh -huh. he never saw her again. <laughs> so, wow. I mean, I mean, it took a while, it wasn't easy. From what my brother says, it was about a month of him doing things at certain times of the day and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and that eventually the, the lady vanished from his life, so... It's kind of sad though, in a way. It is. Pobrecita. She's, you know... She was just in love and she was banished. <laughs> I mean, imagine if you were a ghost and you see somebody and, hey, this person's cute, let me follow him. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. and then they just, you know, make you go away and you're like, oh, I thought we had a connection. Yeah, I thought you were mine. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, so those were my stories for the Halloween special episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess we can hear yours at a different time, my friend. If you yep. uh, want to get those ready for the maybe one of the next times that we're mm -hmm. delighting our audience with our tales <laughs> so all right that was uh the story segment and we shall be right back with the 
closing remarks. Alright, the audience, Monica and myself, we are now, once again, at the worst possible segment in podcast history, which is our closing remarks. <laughs> so, <laughs> the sad face once again. But we do want to thank everyone that took some time to listen to this uh, first Halloween special episode that we have in this series planned for you guys. If you are a first-time listener, thank you very much. We normally talk about movies or stuff like that, but every now and then we talk about stories or mm-hmm. creatures or phenomena that happens to either us or that we read about or that happened to people that we know so we hope you guys enjoy that and that you take some time to go back and explore our past library episodes if you are a repeat listener thank you very much for being here once again and for being a faithful member of the EMBL squad so the time has come my friend for the shout outs for this outing of her do, uh, do you hear that there's an ice cream truck by my house Okay, I was like, what is going on? I was, <laughs> thought I was freaking out. <laughs> like little circus music. Yeah, I was like, uh, is that only in my head? <laughs> uh, it's your stalker and ice cream. I don't, I don't want to say anything like that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I can't deal with that right now. So people in the audience, yeah, that was an ice cream truck that just literally just drove by my house and it was creepy Monica out, so. <laughs> yeah, okay. Speaking of creepy stuff. Uh, <laughs> But yes, our <laughs> shoutouts, my friend. Do you have any shoutouts for this episode? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Alright, so I do have uh, another shout-out for the No On 15 podcast crew. Thank you guys very much for inviting us to be part of that. Do keep uh, your heads up for that episode. It's going to drop, I think, in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I, I, I forgot the exact date. I'm sorry. I, I'm terrible at this. <laughs> my, memory, my memory isn't that great but yeah be on the lookout for that uh, do listen to their episodes they're a fun crew to listen to let's remind the listeners my friend of our social media accounts so we have our Facebook under Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends and we have our Instagram under Myths Behind LGDS our Twitter is Myths Behind LGDS and you can also email us at MythsBehindLegends at gmail.com Awesome. And our Linktree making a triumphant comeback is linktree.com slash myths behind LGDS. And on there you will find all of our links, our streaming Spotify links, our anchor profile, which is where we host our, our episodes, our Facebook, Twitter, etc. And of course our TikTok is myths behind legends. You can find that on the Linktree as well. Mm-hmm. And our infamous website, which is under Myths hyphen behind hyphen legends dot mailchimpsites.com. Woo! <laughs> awesome. So, uh, the hint we have a little a couple of interesting things planned for you guys in the audience. Um, we just don't know which one we're gonna do next. <laughs> yeah, so you'll find out. <laughs> yeah, because well, the the thing is that we have somebody that's interested in collaborating with us for that episode, so we need to confirm what 
movie they want to do or what mm -hmm. uh, topic they want to cover. So basically, I mean, I can tell you that we are planning on covering the OG slasher movies of the 80s. So Halloween, mm -hmm. Friday the 13th, and Nightmare on M Street. So it, it shall be one of those three probably. I mean, and you'll find mm -hmm. out which one, like Monica said. So looking forward to that. It should be pretty interesting. I hope you guys are looking forward to that because I sure am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, you got any final comments, my friend, before we sign off for the night? Uh, no, just watch out for uh, creepy ghosts, stalker ghosts, and, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, stay away from ghosts that stalk you, that fall in love with you at first sight, because they're not good for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, alright, until we see you again, have a great morning, evening, madrugada. Uh, don't listen to the people whispering in your ears, because that's not cool. Um, <laughs> be good to yourself, to each other, to everybody out there, and have a good one. Bye.